0: We throw terms around like cloud all the time when we're talking about digital transformation. But what, what, what I mean by cloud is that maintenance folks have the ability to do their job where they are. Welcome to the McNaughton McKay podcast, your electrical
1: connection. Each episode, we meet with an industry expert to tackle real issues in manufacturing. Join your host, Austin Davidson, to get the latest scoop on automation products and solutions. Welcome back. Today, we are going to be discussing the life of a work order. What does that mean? It is basically everything involving maintenance. And to help me walk through this life of a work order, I have a self-proclaimed media maverick. You may know him from his time at Rockwell or as the host of Manufacturing Happy Hour. He currently serves as the regional business leader for Fix Software. Today, we have Chris Lukey. Chris, how's it going?
0: It's going great Austin thanks for having me been looking forward to this conversation for a while
1: Hey the feeling is mutual and I wish we could have a beer right now I'm I'm drinking kombucha <laughs> to kind of curb that uh appetite for the time being
0: Yep yep if it were a little later we might be able to do it but we're still right around lunchtime right now so unfortunately in our world we got to we got to keep plowing ahead with the work day
1: <laughs> Yes sir yes sir so so the life of a work order obviously this is going to be something that is maintenance focused and something that Fix has put a lot of attention on. Could you walk us through the initial steps of a work order in terms of what is difficult about managing it or why why Fix in general has focused so much on it?
0: Yeah, so it's so a great spot to start. I mean, when we think of a work order, a work order is basically how work gets actioned with inside of a manufacturing facility, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's things like, hey, change the oil on this equipment every month or something like that, or change this filter every quarter, whatever it may be, right? but a lot of times it's something that comes up unexpectedly right like hey line 2 is down right now there's work that needs to be done there sure now a lot of companies manage their work orders today and say like a spreadsheet right it's good for manual tracking right but mm-hmm. you know it's hard to be super proactive within that environment right because sure you can schedule things out you can say hey do this every month do this every quarter But one, there's no like single source of truth, right? If you're in a maintenance department, you might have a few different people managing that shared spreadsheet and you don't always know if that work is getting done or getting closed out. It's not like there's this piece of software, for example, that says, hey, this is done. Move on to the next thing. The other thing is, you know, we mentioned that scenario where, hey, line two is down, Well, did line two really need to go down or had there been some sort of sensor in place to detect that, hey, this this, conveyor is running a little fast. It looks like there's an anomaly. Maybe there would have been a way to say, hey, you should go do this work proactively because it looks like an issue might come up. There's no way to do that within like a spreadsheet or, you know, even even worse, like if you're managing these things on pieces of paper or post-it notes or via email, we see that too, right? Sure. So... A work order is how things get done and kind of the current state for a lot of people is there are these manual processes, whether it's uh, something like an Excel sheet or whether it's pen and paper that are used to manage that. And it's just not the best way to be proactive with maintenance work inside of a manufacturing facility.
1: Sure. And I, I think what is standing out to me about this as you're talking about it is it's it's kind of the difference you know we can say reactive proactive mm-hmm. i'm also thinking static versus dynamic cuz i mean that's something that we've gone through growing pains uh not in maintenance but even just sales planning or uh in our engineering group if it, even if it's on a shared excel sheet there there it's still static somebody mm-hmm. has to manipulate it there's nothing occurring without human input and so if we're relying on any of these analytics or trending or anything like that, you have to go f- actually in there and manually do it. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of information gets lost just because y- you got to do it yourself or else it's not going to happen.
0: And that's that's a, that's a great point, right? Because you're right. An Excel sheet is static. And hey, if you're a maintenance person, where are you doing most of your work? You're not doing so it in front in of yourself. your computer. Yeah, you're out on the line, right? And if the scenario we described happens again, right? You know, you're a maintenance person, you just finished completing the work to get line two restarted. Well, all of a sudden, there's an issue over on line three. There was never a time to log that type of work, right? So you end up having this, you know, static solution that sits away from where you as a maintenance person are doing your job. So, like any of us, we might forget to make those updates, right? We might forget to say, "Yep, I changed out that filter." Someone might go do that again, just a few minutes, you know, a few days later, whatever that time frame is. You might end up using more material than you needed to to do that, right? So you're right. That sure. static dynamic comparison is a, a very good way to describe it.
1: Yeah, and, and proper tracking, I think, of of material and hours and all that jazz. I, I know that that's something that you guys are involved with with the software, uh, but a lot of this. A lot of this kind of to me sounds like quality of life or or having Mm -hmm. having things done for you or reminders set for you so that everybody's job is a little bit easier. I mean, is that kind of how you how you see the software framed as well?
0: Yeah. Like we were just talking about fix from very much a pragmatic operational and and a dollars and cents standpoint. Right. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, hey, if you're doing things proactively, if you're avoiding breakdowns, obviously that results in more production, more revenue, all of that. Right. But we haven't really talked about the human element that that you were just hinting at with quality of life. Right. Like I just think of my own life and I think back to my time when I was starting my career as an engineer working on on beer can lines and you know it's when when I am more proactive with the activities I'm doing, when I feel like I have a plan, when I feel like I can go into my day knowing uh, what I need to get done, I, I just have this better sense of fulfillment. I feel more relaxed because there's a plan. and that's that's what a solution like a CMMS system can do a computerized maintenance management system, right When you get more proactive with your maintenance like when you have something like fix, You end up making life easier for yourself as the maintenance person, for the maintenance manager, for the people running the department, because you just have a better sense of control over what's going on because you can address issues proactively. And also you can make sure there is that single source of truth that says, hey, yes, this work is done. It's closed out, you know, on to the next thing. Right. Yeah.
1: And it's interesting. So from from my line of work, really, the things that stand out to me in terms of the way we're moving forward in manufacturing, people have different terms for it, whether it's industry 4.0, whatever term they want to use. We're always discussing things that I almost feel like we we leave maintenance out a little bit. I mean, mm-hmm. we're really focused on what are the analytics we can get out of these sensors with IO link or what's all this extra information we can pull from the line. Yeah. And it seems like something that is always kind of focused on the controls engineer. I mean, even when we have these conversations Usually, it just it seems like the target audience is not maintenance. Mm -hmm. Um, And so obviously, it's something that you guys have focused on quite a bit. Certainly, you guys are not the first system, right? So what what makes the difference? Or what, what areas did you see other systems lack?
0: Well, I think one, I'll talk to the strengths of FIX here, and we've kind of been hinting at this in the conversation discussing, hey, if you have a static spreadsheet, you got to go to the maintenance shop to make those Mm -hmm. updates, right? But with a cloud-based solution like FIX software, if you're a maintenance person, you can start doing your job where you are by leveraging your phone, by leveraging a tablet that's out on the plant floor to start making those changes, with fix, let's say you're in the maintenance shop, right? And you get that notification on your computer saying, hey, there's some work that needs to be done over on the wrapper on line four, as an example, right? So you go mm-hmm. out to the wrapper, you take care of the work that needs to be done. And then you can just pick, you, know, you log in from your phone, you can then say, hey, I completed this work, I used these parts to do it. And now the work order is closed out. I've closed it out. You can do it right there. That's where we've seen other CMMS solutions lack is because they don't have that cloud-based capability and I know we throw terms around like cloud all the time when we're talking about digital transformation but what 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 I mean by cloud is that maintenance folks have the ability to do their job where they are right when they complete work out on the plant floor they can log the work they did and say it's completed while they're on that plant floor they don't need to they don't need to think about going back to the maintenance shop Anymore, And if I can take it a step further, what's even more powerful than that, there's more to the life of a work order than what we've talked about so far. That's just getting the work done. But when the work is done, chances are you probably had to use some belts or you had to use some parts to make the repair. You probably had to swap out some stuff. Well, in a static world, you have to go walk to the purchasing department, say, hey, we we use these parts. We need to order more. You need to go to your storeroom to say, hey, we use these parts. You might want to check inventory to see if we have them. How many times do you think people forget to do that, right? That's what really sets fix apart, right? It's maintenance folks can do their job where they need to, and then there are all these tie-ins with other systems, right? So all of a sudden, it's not just maintenance that benefits, but hey, purchasing, storeroom, they all get notified when work gets done as well, based on fixes, integrated
1: capabilities. Sure. And I mean, I still think quality of life is a good way to explain that. But Mm -hmm. I think if you think about any other piece of technology, I mean, even online calendars and stuff like that, how how we were able to find time to meet up and record this, there's a lot of things that technology allows you to kind of not have to use brain power for, for Mm -hmm. lack of a better term. Mm -hmm. And that allows you to focus on other things. So, you know, maybe, maybe things are a little bit easier because hopefully we've done some preventative maintenance and things are not coming up short notice on us uh, as, you know, things are still going to happen. I understand that. But the other thing that you mentioned is digital transformation. So I see this as an interesting comparison between, like when I'm discussing IO link and all these other different softwares or communication protocols or whatever that allow us to get more information and and make this push to the manufacturing floor of the future as, as much as anybody wants to do it, I don't really foresee a plant floor that has zero personnel. I mean, you're always going to have to have somebody I'm imagining. And I think maintenance is probably high up there on the list. They're always going to be around. You have to maintain these machines. So, I mean, do you see this as a way to help ease customers into this digital transformation? Maybe if they were apprehensive about the IO links of the world?
0: Yeah, and in fact, I'd even go as far as to say it's one of the easiest ways to ease into digital transformation, because a couple of points that I'd like to highlight before I kind of go that direction is, you know, you mentioned that we're always going to need people, right? The reality is we can't find the people we need today, right? And there's a a 4 hire sign outside of every company right now looking for people to join their maintenance teams, right? So this can provide some relief to teams that haven't been able to hire that fifth or sixth maintenance person. We don't need to worry about automation or digital tools taking jobs anytime soon. We can't even fill the jobs that are out there right now. (laughs) Um, So that's the first thing I'll say when it comes to digital transformation. Right. And, 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 you know, what I do at Manufacturing Happy Hour, the podcast that I run is I try to go beyond the buzzwords and really talk practical about it because we use the word in, you know, industry 4.0, connected enterprise, digital transformation. We use it all the time. But what does it really mean? And I think not only is fix and CMMS a really easy way to illustrate that, but it's also a really easy way to get started. We've been talking about digital transformation this whole interview, Austin, like we're talking about taking a manual tool, a spreadsheet, a piece of paper to write your work orders on, whatever it is. And we're talking about turning that into a digital cloud-based tool that a maintenance team can use to do their job more effectively, to catch things proactively, and ultimately not only improve their quality of life, but ensure uptime, ensure decreases in downtime issues. That's what digital transformation is all about. It's leveraging connected technologies, connected digital technologies, to be more effective on the plant floor. It's almost digital transformation 101, really. And then it goes, you know, to really say, hey, what, did, you know, using a, a cloud-based software, that doesn't sound that transformative, right? Well, if it's helping your team enjoy their work more, be more proactive, if it's, if it's helping them uh, not want to look for another job because they're worn out, and if, it's also, if you're also leveraging, hey, you're leveraging sensor data, like you've been talking about, to mm-hmm. signal a work order saying, hey, this conveyor's running a little quick. You might want to go do work on that conveyor. Or hey, this tank temperature is getting out of spec. You might want to check this before that batch goes bad. These are this, this is the definition of digital transformation. You're making life easier for the people that are out there in your manufacturing facility. You're giving them a better quality of life, like we've said. And you're also leveraging these connected technologies, these sensors, all this data that's out there on the plant floor to action work that gets done. I can't put digital transformation any more simply. And the last thing I'll say about it is it's it's an, it's an easy spot to get started, right? It's cloud-based. It's something that doesn't require a big install team to get going. This is something that a plant can turn on relatively quickly and start seeing results.
1: Well, I think that is a better summation than I possibly could give for the fixed software, the life of a work order, and the ways that we are assessing our maintenance team and trying to help make their lives a little bit easier and make them a little more effective at what they're doing by augmenting their capabilities. So Chris, if you ever want to come back on? We could talk for hours. Let's talk beer next time. Sounds good. We'll uh, we'll do the interview
0: in the afternoon. And I just want to say thanks for running a great interview, Austin. Great questions. Uh, Really excited for the opportunity to be here.